Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello folks and welcome to another episode of the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. It's a slightly depleted Sales Chat Show team today in the studio. Uh, Mr. Phil Jessen is here, I'm Simon Hazeldean, but unfortunately Professor Graham Jones is not with us today, Phil is here. He's off doing professory, academic-y things which is a great opportunity for Phil and I to record a lot of episodes that Graham will disagree with, but he can't do anything about it because he's not here. Sadly, when he uploads these and uh, listens to yes. them, we might be in trouble. He, we may get told off, but hey, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Let's, so, let's go for it, Simon. Absolutely. Let's go for it. So this is the first in a series of three sessions Phil and I are going to record on a topic really close to our hearts because it's very, very important to your success as a sales professional, but particularly we think it's possibly even more important if you're a a sales manager or a sales leader, because you also have influence by doing this on the people who are part of your sales team and your wider sales support network. So we're looking at the concept of goal setting. The I know from my research that I did as, as part of my uh, master's in psychology, uh, most of which made it its way into my book, The Inner Winner. How's that for a plug, Phil? Is that yeah, about? but that's acceptable. Yeah, Graham's not here, so we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll plug our own books. Um, was was the importance of goal setting? It's probably one of the one of the most proven things in the field of psychology is the impact of well set goals on on people's performance. So we're going to look at three different ways to consider setting goals. This might be something that you wish to do at the start of a year. It could be the calendar year, as in traditional New Year's resolutions or the start of a, of a financial year or a sales year that you have in your organisation. But it's it also something you can do and consider any time. And please, word of, word of guidance, word of warning, we will be talking about personal things as well as business things, not just the world of work, but the world outside of work, because we think it's important to set goals sort of holistically across those. As my lovely wife would say, if the person is right, their business comes right. Absolutely, particularly if you're a leader or a manager and you've you kind of not got your stuff together uh, in, in, in pretty much most areas of your life, it's going to be affecting your performance definitely at work and how you relate to your sales team. And if you're an individual sales contributor, obviously what's going on in your personal life will affect what's going on in your professional life and vice versa, as we all know only too well. So, so Phil, you're first, you're the, um, the provider of the, the models or the framework. So talk us through the first one, the sort of uh, nine different roles or hats model. Yes, um, uh, nine simply because um, it's an easy diagram to draw on a piece of paper, namely a three by three matrix giving us nine boxes. Um, And then the second thing is to look at each of those boxes and think of the 
different roles that you might play in your life and of course in the workplace okay so give us give us an example of well nine um, does, it, does it have to be nine though? it doesn't have to be nine but uh, it, it can be uh, whatever number is appropriate okay. but nine is a good number to get the thinking started even yeah. if you only end up with five or six of the nine boxes completely okay. but the first step is to give each of those boxes a label i.e the role that you play so thinking in a life sense uh, one of the roles might be husband or father or hospital volunteer or cricket coach uh, or choir master or something of that nature and if you think about a work related version of that then one of the roles is certainly uh, account manager or sales director uh, and there might be some dotted line roles that people play within the organization like for example being the team's product champion yeah. or maybe they where they work as a buddy or a mentor with new uh, recruits that come on board but to think of a number of roles or hats that you wear and then to simply come up with one goal for each of those nine but as you say it might be five or six but to think of one goal for each of those very different hats that we wear and having got so that these are sort of key <coughs> areas of our lives both personal and professional yeah and our, our roles that we we may or may not consciously identify as roles but they yeah. are roles that i mean i'm a Husband, I'm a father, etc. I'm a speaker, those yep. sort of things. Well, when I when I think of your good self, I know you're very keen on physical fitness and what have you. Um, even though you've let yourself go to seed over Christmas, um, and uh, as as a runner, of course, you might say, well, one of my goals is to run that particular race in two hours fifteen minutes, as opposed to the two hours thirty five I did it last time. And I know you're also very actively involved with the professional speaking association so you might say okay well in that box in that role um, my goal is to be one of the speakers at a national convention or you might okay. say well my goal is to um, work with um, 10 different PSA regions not the three I worked with last year okay and um, this is the, so this this you would sit yourself down cup of tea cup of coffee glass of water probably divide a page into nine I think having said does it have to be nine it would be interesting I think nine might stretch your thinking a little bit beyond perhaps the obvious yeah and um, that probably helps you to identify nine areas of focus in your life I suppose I, I, I don't I don't mind the nine because yeah. what, what it also then does is it prompts the next question are some more important than others yeah so maybe with a highlight pen uh, you might say, well, I've got nine boxes there, nine different roles that I play in my life. But frankly, those three are a lot more important to yeah. me at home and at work. So I will particularly flag those up uh, because those are going to get the majority of my uh, focus. And then we set us, you're saying you're suggesting set a, a specific goal, a key yes. goal yes. for each, each role. A key goal for each one where possible with measurables and timings and all of those good things. Um, and also where appropriate then, you know, share that goal with the, uh, the people that need to see it. Uh, so, for example, if you're uh, setting a goal as the cricket coach, you need to share that with the team. Or if mm. you're the choir master, uh, you might want to share it with the choir. Or if you are the husband, 
you might want to have that glass of wine with your other half uh, at an appropriate <laughs> point. Idea to let her know what your goal is. Yes, and uh, exactly, because uh, uh, your other half may have some views on that and may be able to help achieve that. And I guess also, um, so, so the model you're suggesting here, the framework is sort of a combination of uh, personal and professional roles that you play. Yeah. I'm just wondering, just I'm thinking out loud here, that, that we might have subsets of roles under a sales leader or a sales manager. So we mm. might have different areas of focus that we yeah. might need, you know, recruiter, for example, yeah. developer of our people might sure. also be, be parts of that. Yes, and uh, as you rightly say, there might be a customer service element in there mm. somewhere or a product development element but that's absolutely fine but I think any sales director listening to this will also know that uh, for each of his or her people there should be some emphasis on life outside work yeah uh, because yeah. it will of course uh, impact on work that's something one of your sayings I know that you've come up with before well it's, I think it was I, I seem to remember originally I heard it from the, the great American uh, sort of motivational speaker Zig Ziglar probably one of the, the godfathers of the the classic American motivational um, sort of mm. speaking uh, market in the sort of 70s 80s and he, he said and he would say it much more profoundly than me but he said if you're at work and your mind's at home and if you're at home, your mind's at work. He said, "You're never, you're never in one place." Yeah. And I think we can all obviously identify with that. If something happens, you know, if one of our children is is ill or something, etc. Yeah. For example, that that will obviously, obviously distract us. Yeah. But I think the thing here that I really like is we're giving due credit to life outside of outside of work that people have. And yeah. I, if you're a sales manager or a leader. If you don't think your people bring all of themselves to work, then mm. you are absolutely naive and absolutely kidding yourself. Yeah. And I think if the more you understand about what is important to your people, it's not about prying into their personal life, I don't mean that, but the more you can understand about what is important to them, I think the easier it is to understand what motivates them, what fires them, yeah. what inspires yeah, them. Yeah, very true. And, 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 and harness that to some degree to some degree at work. I, th I think these goals uh, should be reviewed from time yeah. to time, but they will work also at a subliminal level. Just the fact that, so that we've actually sat down and thought about them, yeah. committed them to writing, maybe printed them off on a piece of paper and blue-tacked it to the kitchen door or something mm. who knows mm. um, but I'm a great believer in those lovely sayings that a person going nowhere normally gets there yes and okay. conversely uh, if you know where you're going then you're already halfway there Absolutely. and uh, just the very fact that we've given it some thought uh, regardless of it being specific measurable blah 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 but the very fact that we've given it some thought it will work at a subliminal level. So I guess actions from this, folks, is to you know get an hour, probably, lock yourself away somewhere, privately, where you won't be disturbed. Just good old piece of paper, divide it into nine. Uh, I don't wish to sound like I'm a technophobe, I'm absolutely not, I love, I love technology, but I think there is something very powerful of the kinesthetic sort of physical connection of pen to paper, or pencil yep. to paper, that is probably quite powerful. Um, divide that page up into the nine. What are your key areas? Does, as, as Phil's obviously said, it doesn't have to be nine, but I think nine's a good place to start. Stretch yeah. yourself a little bit. Um, what are the key roles professionally and personally that are most important to you? And then for each one, 
What is your number one goal? And write that down. Certainly there is considerable body of evidence. Tony Bazan, the guy who invented mind mapping, told me at a seminar uh, when I asked the question that you're 25%, in his view, 25% more likely to uh, achieve a goal if you write it down due to the imprinting nature of the writing and the apparently how the memory works. Some, some people find it quite difficult to look forwards saying, well, what is my goal for the next 12 yeah. months? But one question that might help you is to say, well, if at the end of the year, I was to say that I've had a fabulous year as sales manager. Well, what would have happened then? Yeah. What one single thing would have happened? Or if I've had a fabulous year as husband, brother, mum's carer, product developer, whatever that role is, if I've had a fabulous year, what would have happened? That might be another way yeah. of looking back in time, so to speak. You might get it that way. Perfect. So, so go take that perspective of a year ahead, and and think back, think back that way. Very powerful way, I think. You know, that's a um, the very famous Stephen Covey beginning with the end in mind concept, isn't it? Exactly. Go forward into the future, and then and then work backwards from that yep. to, to sort of see what you've got to do. So that's the the nine roles or the nine hats that somebody somebody might wear goal setting uh, process so hopefully that's been useful to you folks so that, that, as I say this is the first in a series of uh, three sessions that Phil and I are looking uh, at the, the goal setting concept so there are probably now 130 plus episodes from the sales chat show on all sorts of different subjects about improving uh, sales performance, sales management sales leadership, you can find all of those at saleschatshow.com or wherever you normally get your podcast you'll be able to subscribe to the sales chat show and also get access to those those back episodes so thank you very much for listening wish you all the very best of luck with setting those goals and of course as always good luck and good selling folks have been listening to an episode of the sales chat show to stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success please visit saleschatshow.com thank you very much for listening to this episode and from everyone here at the sales chat show we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling (laughs) 